Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Standard Definition, a podcast about video games and whatever else we want to talk about. I am your host, Corey Deering, and joining me tonight are the PC Muscle Race, Lauren Dawkins. Yo, what's up? And, of course, the mayor of the Deep Stone Crypt, the man, the myth, the legend, Josh Finney, is back. I am. <laughs> I am. I'm imagining my guardian, like, strolling up in a three-piece suit. I'm telling you, Josh, it's coming. With a top it's hat. It's coming. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be on the store with the uh, Zavala Sandwich Casuals shirt that we made. Uh, it's going to be up there with the Tower Casuals and the, the shirts, all the shirts. It's going to be uh, Mayor of the Deep Stone Crypt. It's coming. It's coming. I need them. I'm telling you guys, if we if it wasn't a whole thing about getting copyright stricken, you know, every time every time I'd be introed, I'd be I'd have that clip of uh, In Vogue What a Man. <laughs> as, soon, as soon as I was, as soon as I get introed, <laughs> oh, but you know, I can add it in the audio if you want. I mean, the internet is no longer oh that oh well hey that won't it won't hurt the audio. I mean, it won't hurt the the podcast. No, because we're not making any money off of it. <laughs> Ah, okay. Uh, and as long See, as like, it's under twelve seconds, we can use it. I think is the. I, I've long said that I feel like I, I really wish I could have like theme music playing whenever I'm the leader for a raid, because I have a playlist that I play through like while we're getting set up and like flying in for the first time. And it's just like I feel like everybody needs to hear that beat drop, because <laughs> it, it's like the first like. 70 to 90 seconds of when the levy breaks by led zeppelin it's just the drums and a little bit of guitar that's all oh, it yeah. is and then when it drops and robert plant comes in that's when you that's when you kill it hmm. i just need that intro because it's like yep mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. here we go here we go here we go we're we're doing it fire team wipe hmm. <laughs> it's all over it's hmm. all over right away hmm. but this is not a destiny show it's not. Although, Josh, I have to tell you, the, the Destiny thumbnails I've been making, pretty fun. Getting, Are they? They're, they're, they take up a lot of my time that probably shouldn't take up that much time, but it's a lot of fun. So You do you, boo. I know. I know. So everyone, everybody enjoying Valentine's Day? <laughs> Colonel Panic I mean, is sing- not here. I, I mean, I'm single, so what do you think? I mean, My girlfriend is stuck at work right now. In the middle of what can only be described as the closest thing Texas will ever get to a blizzard. Hmm. Uh, well, my wife is in the uh, kids' room trying to make her go to sleep. Probably for the last hour she's been in there. So, and I, uh, we did I Valentine's Day as yesterday a, as a present. I got her a Lego set, and it's a bonsai tree you can build. Ooh, that's fun. But it can also so, be a Japanese cherry blossom, ooh. and it looks awesome. So wait, so wait. When you have to when you have to prune the bonsai and it's Lego, what do you just start taking pieces off of it? Mm-hmm. Sure. You just take it apart. <laughs> That's how it goes, right? Well, at least at least it'll always be perfectly sculpted. It's true. It is. So we we got it because there's a running joke between her and I that anytime I buy her flowers or a plant, they die like almost instantly. Hmm. <laughs> she, can't, she can't keep anything alive, um, honey. If you're listening to this, I love you. But she can't keep anything alive. And so I got her something that can never die now. I was going to buy her the Lego flower bouquet that you can build. That's like a thousand pieces, but it's been out of stock for so long. Ah, uh, wow. I'm just sitting here thinking of uh, Josh's 
Josh's girlfriend just listening to this podcast, <laughs> even when he's not on it. She's just like, I'm just going to listen. It's a good podcast. So, she's like, I'm just going to murder him. Yeah. Well, you know. And she's a she's a nurse, right? She is a nurse. She is a nurse. So she, I'm can, back. So, so she can murder you and bring you back to life as many times as she wants to. She pretty much tells me that all the time, that if I piss her <laughs> off, she kill me and nobody would ever know how she did it. That's fair. <laughs> So I can't make fun of her plant keeping skills, so I just buy her Lego plants now. That's fair. That's fair. I uh, my dude, I feel I feel kind of bad because like I don't know, we didn't really do a whole lot, and I didn't really make the effort to try to do anything. So, whoops. I mean, this time last year we were literally at Disney World. So how do you top that? I know. We yeah, we would be going in two weeks, uh, because we went the last week of February. February, I think. As is tradition, yeah. you went two weeks after I did. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Man, I could really use a good Earl right now. Let me tell you. Like, dude, we were, yeah, we were about to leave for the airport. We mm-hmm. left for the airport uh, on the 15th. So, not only did I get an egregious ticket, but I got absolutely trashed when we got to Florida. Hmm. That was our Valentine's Day last year. Nice. Listen, man, spiked blue milk. It's, mm. it's good. It's good. It's good stuff. I want some blue I don't milk. Do any, I don't do anything except self-care on Valentine's Day. Mm. As your popping it, jelly beans? Yeah, says the man with the uh, the Costco-sized jar of jelly beans. Could <laughs> 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 have sent him those Harry Potter ones, those birdie bots. Yeah. No, no, no. These are, no I, hope these you are get, I hope you get vomit, boogers, and... Uh, Earwax. Yeah, earwax. <laughs> Let me see. This is a 49 flavor one from Costco. Let me see if there's any ones that should be suspect on here. Um, Buttered popcorn is always suspect. Yeah. Buttered popcorn is always suspect, but you know what? It's in every freaking bag of jelly, belly, uh, jelly beans, so most people eat, most people get used to it uh, after a certain point. Oh, black black licorice is in here. I haven't, uh, that hasn't hit my tongue yet. Thank God. Mm. Mm. You're... Uh... You're dancing with the devil there, Leron. <laughs> now, just look for, now I'm just going to look for the black ones. <laughs> That's, there's an inside joke there somewhere. Oh, God. <laughs> um, it's a train wreck. Yeah. Train wreck. Ooh, there's a 7-Up flavored one in here? Oh, oh man. God. 7-Up. I got root beer for the first time this week and in like a long time. Like specialty root beer. Uh-huh. It was like uh, my parents brought it over. And it was like my dad's favorite root beer when he was little, and they found it somewhere. It's called like it's called like Footy's root beer. I'm like, hmm, I don't know if I want root Footy's beer that's root beer? hanging out in some feet, but I drank it <laughs> and it was good. So, <laughs> whatever. So, man, aren't we glad not your father's root beer is no longer a thing? Because my God, it's a thing that was here. Disgusting. It's a it thing here still. It was, yeah, it, yeah. I mean, I I had. I bought a six pack. I drank one, and I gave the rest of the six pack to somebody. Yeah, my uncle brought it to uh, Thanksgiving the year before he, or like two years before he married my aunt. It may have been the first Thanksgiving he ever did with us, and it was disgusting. I was like, yeah. "Dude, can you just bring beer next time, please?" He's like, "Well, I brought it because you know he's like his his daughter, my cousin, is like two three years younger than me, and she really liked it." And he was fine when we made it group your floats with it, but it was pretty disgusting on its own. 
Sounds gross. Yeah. Sounds gross. Well, guys, before we get into the show, we know whose questions we have. Is it Greg? It is Greg. He needs to start blessing Crossroads with some of his questions, man. He's got some good ones. Maybe maybe Greg's just not a PlayStation guy, Leron. Uh, You know what? We can convert him. Hmm. Well, let's see. He's an Xbox gamer, so that means he's already got one foot in the PC side of things. It's fair. It's fair. He says, hey, guys, another week, another question. I actually have two questions for you. One is the traditional food question, and the other one is actually a real question. A foodie question. What is your favorite meal to actually cook yourself? Mm. 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 Actually, I have an answer for this. Beef like stroganoff. Beef stroganoff? Beef Good. stroganoff. Cool. Mm. cool. My you mother make it with those egg noodles. Mm. My mother-in-law makes some, a mean beef stroganoff. I'll tell you. Well, she's Ukrainian, isn't she? Yeah. Well, of course she does that. Uh-huh. I know it's amazing. It's like yeah, Corey's never allowed to try my beef stroganoff then, because I don't want it to be criticized and critiqued. Oh God! Look, Josh, I will love your beef stroganoff beef. just as much as the real thing. Okay. <laughs> it is the real thing. <laughs> it's very good it's very it, Corey, you know what Corey, fuck you me. I'm keeping it to myself I'm not sure uh, you know it'd be awesome did, if, if Earl of Sandwich had a beef stroganoff sandwich no because you'd criticize it too no it wouldn't because it's from Earl Sandwich I got that uh, how would they pull how would they pull that off though I mean I get they would have the um, they would have the beef chunks you know but uh, but how would they actually I don't know. They put mac and cheese on sandwiches. It can't be that. Yeah, it, I mean, it's got to be easier to slap, lay flat. Slap the noodles. Slap the meat sauce on there. You're good to go. It's got it. It's got to be. You know, the flat noodles got to be easier to put on there than some mac and cheese noodles. You know what I mean? I do also like making just a simple like cheeseburger at home. You get the really thick like all beef patties. You go out. You grill them. You just douse the shit out of them with Worcestershire sauce. If you if you think it's too much, it's not enough. It's you not just enough. keep doing it. And then you you put some hot sauce on, on it. Oh man, so good. My my buddy during the summer when we do cookouts, he likes to make habanero coated ribs. And when you mm. sit there and you pull the meat off, the meat is orange because there's so much hot sauce baked into it. That's amazing. That's oh amazing. dude, it's incredible. We eat it in the pool because our faces are on fire, so we just dip our faces in the water. <laughs> I wish I was joking, but we got like a floating cooler and the pool's just big enough for like three or four of us to sit in. So we moved the gr- to the pool. We grill from the pool. That's amazing. That's it's an above ground pool. We bought a big canopy to put over it. So like me, him and his uh, brother sit out there in the pool grilling. All the girls are inside because, oh, it's too hot to be out there. And we got to stay inside with the kids and the animals. And we just sit there grilling and we have the floating cooler. It's fantastic. That's hilarious. The meatball marinara is not the worst Subway sandwich, Yamada. You're out of your goddamn mind. Okay, in all fairness, though, uh, Yamada is from the UK. Oh, well, that explains it then. In all fairness. Okay, you <laughs> can't, you can't complain about so that good. when, you, when you're, the best condiment you have is fucking vinegar, okay? Wait, who? <laughs> UK. They dip everything in vinegar. Isn't that how that goes? <laughs> Oh, I want some fish and chips and some vinegar, please. Oi, governor. <laughs> okay, please don't leave us, Yamada. Please don't leave us. 
not harmless vinegar's gross get a new condiment uh, i'm just kidding well hold on hold on uh, you know what because we got your mother in the chat right now what is the what is the thing about beans on toast please tell me <laughs> please tell beans me beans on chat. toast yes God, what's wrong with you english people i've got i've got that, a bunch of you like delicious i'm not gonna lie wait wait you've had it so when i went to when i went to england yeah it was part of the breakfast that we got Wait, wait, is it's it like the breakfast? same beans as like pork and that's like pork and beans on? Is it like the same beans as the pork and beans? I'm assuming so. This was like 15 years ago, dude. Okay, okay. Mm. I'm assuming it was. But all I know is I got there, I saw beans at the breakfast buffet, and I was oddly intrigued. And I was told I was supposed to put it on my toast. <sighs> but it was it was pretty okay. I didn't mind it. I'm I'm perplexed. I, now I've I've lived in Europe, but I never made it to uh, I never made it to to England or the UK or any part of the UK. Yeah. And um. And so I haven't had really authentic, like, you know. Laurent ate more than his fill of sauerkraut, though. I did. I was. I lived in Germany. Yes, I did. Mm. It mm. was like some great affront to them when we went to Berlin and I would not eat the sauerkraut. I was like, like my grandpa loved it. I just, I, it's the smell that I can't get past. Uh-huh. And I'm like, nah, I'm good. I'll eat like a triple the cabbage, though. I'll eat like a ton of cabbage. I'll eat the sausages. Like uh-huh. I'll eat whatever kind of fucking beef you want to throw on my face. Pork. I'll eat it all. I'm not eating that whatever sauerkraut is. <laughs> sauerkraut. Sauerkraut is an acquired taste for a lot of people. I'm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mince words on like, that. It, one. Like the, the taste is fine. It's the smell I can't get past. Ah, the smell literally makes me want to throw up. It's, it's fair. So yeah. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Corey, what's your favorite thing to cook, though? Yes. Uh, well, I like to do crockpot fajitas, but I only put, like, the chicken and the seasonings and, and you know, the, the sauce in the crockpot. And then I will fry up the onions and, and green peppers and stuff in a pan. I'll just turn the pan up real high and just, like, char them, char the crap out of them. Oh, they're so good, man. They're so good. I love a good fajita. I love it. And then like halfway through, you just shred the chicken with two forks. It takes, it takes a long time, but you just shred it. Right. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. I love a good shred of chicken guys. I love a good, I love a good chicken meal. I love the fajitas. I like charring them onions and green peppers. I like putting them on a tortilla, rolling it up and just shoving the whole thing in my mouth at once. Man. Just telling you, it's good. I'm so glad I had a. I'm so glad I had a nice dinner because, like, man, this is this would make me. I haven't had dinner yet, so. Oh, oh wow, you're in trouble. No, I'm on my third beer of the evening, though. So. I mean, that's oh, wheat. So... It's basically toast. It's basically yeah. the same. <laughs> basically the same thing. It's yeah. just going to go more and more off the rails. That's fine. That's what the show is, Josh. But yeah, uh, definitely, uh, and yeah, uh, Yamada and I are in agreement, man. Like, like the crockpot is like is is one of the best inventions, man. Like, it's like, it's like, just throw all that stuff in there, turn that sucker on low and walk away. I, I love the crock pot and I love my George Foreman grill. Mm. I do like that. We, we have been using the air fryer lately though. I gotta tell you, we got one. We finally got one. 
It's the greatest thing ever invented. Did it change your life? It did. You can cook anything in there, dude. Yeah, you can. You can cook vegetables. You can cook fries. You can cook burgers. You can cook chicken. Well, well, I know you can make pizza in the air fryer. Yeah, I know that. Well, our air fryer is not that big. But you just throw whatever you want in there, and it cooks it in like 15 minutes. Boom. Done. What brand of air fryer do you have? I don't know. It's a silver one with a black lid. That's all I know. (laughs) Okay. 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 Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, It's so good, though. Air fryer changed my life, everybody. Get an air fryer. If you don't own one, get one. Except for you English people. I don't know if you can cook vinegar in there. But it's fine. My favorite meal that I actually cook myself is a um, is a uh, variation of chicken and waffles. Ooh. And it's not that much of a variation uh, because, honestly, it's just it, – it's a modified – it's a modified uh, Vietnamese chick, uh, fried chicken wings recipe. And uh, And – the waffles is homemade, so it's not like I'm going out and buying like the box, the box kind. So I actually get that all, get the, get the flour, the yeast, and all that stuff. I actually like, like, like bloom the yeast and all that stuff, and then drop it in the, um, drop it in the, the, the waffle, the waffle maker, the Belgian waffle maker. And then, let me just tell you, my roommates they wait for me to make that. I don't make it that often because I, I have. I don't have a lot of patience to, to, to cook like 18 plus chicken wings. <laughs> I just want to go buy a regular pack of chicken wings. So, you know, like a, a six or eight pack of chicken wings, like get them done and then just drop them in the, in, in the, um, in the oil and fry them. And, and so I can eat them. But, you know, when the roommates know I'm cooking that, of course, I got to go out and buy, you know, like the economy size bag of chicken wings from Costco or someplace. <laughs> because because nobody's just going to sit there and eat two chicken wings and think they're going to be happy. <laughs> Uh, you know, no. I don't think I've ever eaten just two chicken wings. Okay, but, you want to piss me off? You want to piss me off? Give me two chicken wings. <laughs> the last time my parents, my my dad used like when the Browns are in season, my dad comes over sometimes and we watch it and get pizza and wings. The last time mm-hmm. he came over, I made him get an extra dozen wings so I could have a whole dozen for myself. <laughs> so. Yeah, my dad just orders extra at this point for me, and I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like, thanks, Dad. He's like, well, you got to have lunch for tomorrow. And I'm like, you're goddamn right I do. Thank you. Hmm. Always thinking ahead. Always thinking right. ahead. That's probably why he works for the government. <laughs> Wait, is, is mother, that what they, is that mother, what's, what's brown sauce? I was, I was about to ask what was uh, HP sauce. What is that? Hold on. He said the best condiment we have is brown sauce. What is that? What is brown sauce? What are these sauces, Yamada Zero? Also, brown sauce. That's what he said in the comment before. He said, "Yeah, yeah, the best I, I, I see it. Brown I'm, sauce. I what, see what is I'm that? Like, wrap my brain about it around it. What? What? Is, what is brown? Is it like gravy? Like, is he just call it brown sauce? Because I know Italians call gravy or sauce gravy. Is this like the reverse of that? Hmm. Similar, Similar steak, steak sauce. sauce. Oh. Okay. Oh. I got so Heinz fifty seven in my A1 fridge. One and everything. We have a burger for that in Texas. Yeah. We, we have the A one thick and hearty. Oh, we just. We just have it's called the Texas burger here. That's all we call it. It's got an onion ring, bacon, and yeah. and uh, you know sauce. The, also, uh, it's the A one thick and hearty, only available at Whataburger. Yeah. Also, the Ron's window in my thing keeps getting bigger. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand what's happening with that. Yeah, I don't either. So, but anyways, we're gonna keep going with that. Uh, so you're right, Yamada. I've never, I've never been to the UK. So uh, 
I have been to Disney World, though. And guess what? Epcot has a UK pavilion. And let me tell you, Yorkshire Fish and Chips is the best place at Epcot. It's not the best, but it, it's the it's pretty good. What what's Greg's second question, Corey? Uh, Josh is like, get me out of this show as fast as possible. Get, get me out. I'm hungry. Get me out of here. Uh, he says, if you were to podcast about something other than video games, what would you be podcasting about? Everybody already knows my answer. Everybody already knows. Weightlifting. Okay. Okay. No. <laughs> Maybe everybody doesn't know my answer. <laughs> uh. I mean, Disney, it's already in the works. I'm already making assets for it. Of course I would be. <laughs> You're going to have the ghost of Walt Disney like show up at your house and hit you with a copyright strike. <laughs> actually, you can actually see Mickey Mouse off screen with a gun pointed at my head. <laughs> it's, it's Figment. Fig, Figment has the bazooka. <laughs> Figment is the bazooka. So... Uh, uh, I don't know what I would podcast about if I wasn't doing video games. I mean, I guess movies. I would talk a lot about movies and TV, probably, honestly. Mm-hmm. As long as Greg continues to provide food questions, that is. Yeah, that's fair. I'd be podcast. I'd be podcasting about Star Trek. That's that's actually that was actually one of my goals when I started my channel. What was the uh, but, uh, about Star it, Trek? Yeah, yeah. Just have a just have a Star Trek show. Hmm. You should call it Oh Captain, My Captain. I think there's already a Star Trek sh- uh, podcast that has that. Oh, well, you know, I just I'm just a good coming up with titles. It's a good title. It's a good title. I mean, I do I do need to come up with something. Uh, I need to come up with something snazzy because uh, I'm doing the Hunters for Hire thing for Monster Hunter. It's true. You are. That you are. How's that coming along, by the way? Um, I have um. I have pieces of like five different scripts. Hmm. Pieces, not not whole scripts. Pieces. Pieces. <laughs> it's fair. It's usually what I have when we start our Destiny show, and Josh just fills and just is just like he's like, I got it. Just show up, <laughs> introduce me, and we'll just talk. I got it. See, I'm still. I got still it. Not sure how. I'm still sure, not sure how I'm going to do the opening like couple of episodes. It's going to be. There's going to be lore. There's going to be. Me and me and the other nerd Galatrad talking about just Monster Hunter or what? I don't know. Good, you just talk about Monster Hunter. We just talk about Destiny. Although it really helps when uh, Destiny writes a thing every Thursday about what's happening in the next week. <laughs> see, that's what. See, that's what I'm afraid of when Monster Hunter Rise comes out because Monster Hunter Rise does not look like it's going to be as big and lush as Monster Hunter World was. Well, and there was Switch, always something. Why? Yeah, exactly. So, but every but every week or every so often with Monster Hunter World, like they put like a big journal entry on their website, you know, and it was nice to pull from, you know. And if I've been thinking back then, I would have been screenshotting all that stuff so, so I could have had it for my future show. Should have should have done it. Should have just uh... Hinds- hindsight's twenty twenty. Always twenty twenty. Well, uh. Guess, guess that answers that that question. So sorry, Greg, it wasn't as fun as your food question. See what happens nah. when you see what happens when you write serious questions in, and it fizzles out. <laughs> it's fine. You can catch Disney podcasts coming to your podcast services 
sometime probably two or three years from now when I'm too old to be podcasting about video games. It's all right. But here's a, <laughs> but here's a food bonus. By the way, people people have DM'd me a lot. Not a lot, but like I've probably gotten like four or five DMs in the last two or three weeks saying that I'm too old to be talking about video games. I'm like, that's, you know. Have, okay. Have they paid a, Have they paid attention to me on on the podcast? Do they not know how old I am? I mean, I still struggle to figure out how old you are because I think you're just lying about how old you are. So that's fine. <laughs> In some sick and twisted universe, I'm already I'm already dead. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Jesus. I don't know what to say to that. I don't know how to respond. I, I don't either. Corey, transition us. <laughs> Get us uh, out of here. Okay, this is standard definition of the show where we talk about video games or whatever else we want to. You can catch the show live on twitch.tv slash HD on Sunday nights or on podcast services and YouTube on Thursdays. Remember to follow us at standardfpod on Twitter and like, subscribe, share, follow, rate, and review wherever you consume the show if you're listening on apple Podcasts, we really appreciate it if you left those five stars and left a nice review telling people how much you like the show even if you don't listen on apple Podcasts, please download that app and just rate us because somehow apple controls all, all the other services ever made so do it anyways really appreciate you listening to this show i appreciate the uh 12 people who listened to the episode last week thank you thank you uh, hey, there's an audience. Got it. I know, I know. They're just, they're just, they're, they're flocking. They're coming in droves, guys. Coming in droves. Uh, so we're gonna talk about what we. Jelly bean. What? What'd you do? Uh oh, Leron oh, tasted the jelly bean. That was weird. Uh-oh. Yeah, A and W root beer. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh, by the way, bonus uh bonus food topic. When you eat when you eat forty nine different flavors of jelly beans, like the it ultimately winds up tasting like 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 old metal in your mouth. So uh yeah. Hmm. I've never heard a reason to not eat jelly beans more than what you just said. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of old metal, we're gonna talk about what we've been playing, watching, or doing in our lives. You know what, Josh Finney, we're gonna we're gonna talk to you about this first. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Um, so I mean the last time I was on here I talked about anime a lot and I'm not gonna talk about anime a lot this time. Why not? Um Oh man, I just mm. Do it. <sighs> Guys, watch Attack on Titan. Please watch Attack on Titan. It's Wha- weird. It doesn't make any sense until you get to where the story is now, the final season, but it's really good. Hmm. It's really fun. I like it. Well, it's okay. So I shouldn't say it's fun. It's actually the most depressing thing I've ever watched on TV. But it's really well done. So I'm like a happy depressed. Mm. Why is it depressing? That makes sense. Can you give like an overall reason? Everyone dies. So, okay. So Attack on Titan, basically, uh, humanity's been locked behind these walls for 100 years because uh, man-eating giants called Titans roam the outside. And one day the Titans breach... Uh, one of the three walls of humanity's last bastion and it follows the main character and his friends who um two of them are orphans and one of them his uh his mom and dad are both killed so they all join the army and uh to fight the titans and uh end up being like on the front lines against the titans I can't really give much more of a description than that. That's like kind of like the basis for the first half of the first season because anything past that is like a massive, massive spoiler to like the entire storyline. But 
it's good. It doesn't make a lot of sense at first, but I promise you it's really good. Attack on Titan is good. But if you want something that's easier to watch, I told Corey this the last time we did a show here on this channel, our very first episode, actually. Every single person should watch Demon Slayer and My Hero Academia. Every single person. I have it. I Look, Josh, I added them to my respective streaming lists. So Proud of I will be talking to you about them at some point. Please do. In the future. It's so good. It's so good. They just announced today when Demon Slayer, uh, that Demon Slayer Season 2 is coming out sometime this year. I'm very excited. I need the movie to hurry up and come out in North America. Hmm. COVID-19 has pushed it back by like seven or eight months, and I really just need it. Because hmm. there's a distinct chance it goes up for an Academy Award when those nominations get announced. Hmm. Hmm. Well, for Best well, Animated... I have a... I have my hero, you know, queued up in my um in my uh, watch list. Ron, please watch my hero academia and then talk to me about it. Will do. If you like superheroes at all, it's like the most accessible manga or anime that I've ever tried to read. Like I'm not a manga or an anime guy at all, but a friend of mine's been trying to get me for years to watch my hero, watch and read it, and I finally caved last summer and I was like, "Oh my god, I should have been doing this years ago." Like I love superheroes. And it's like, it may take place in Japan, and it's distinctly Japanese at times, but holy hell, is it like you're reading a comic book. It's like you're reading something out of Marvel Comics. If if any, if if you said you weren't an anime guy, they followed you on Twitter the last, like, three or four weeks, they would not believe you at all. <laughs> I know, but you know what? I blame Ray. Watch. You should. What you should blame? Absolutely blame Ray. It's Ray's fault. He's been trying to get me for years into anime, and you know what? It finally succeeded. By the Everybody, way, watch Attack on Titan. Watch My Hero Academia. Watch Demon Slayer. By the way, his video of him cosplaying Tifa today or That's yesterday. The single greatest incentive I've ever seen. On <laughs> like he said it as a joke, and the chat like mobilized, and within an hour hit the gold heedles we had to hit. So he had to actually do it. <laughs> uh we've all we've already made uh emotes with it in his uh discord channel it's amazing oh it's fantastic it, it's so it's so great he was he, he put out on twitter he's like should i shave my beard for this and uh somebody replied to one of our friends street replied to him and goes i thought you were he's like Shh, they don't remember that he's like i want them to pay for it <laughs> so he did not shave so he's a bearded tifa which is hilarious. It was oh, so funny. God. It was His so shirt funny. was so short too. It's so oh, fucking funny. Oh god. Oh dude, it's incredible. It's one it's one of the funniest things I've seen. I've been friends with him for years. Oh man. It's great. It's great. I got to tell you, man. Not to like get my knees dirty for Ray or anything, but he's generally one of the most entertaining people I've ever met in my entire life. It was so funny. He's he, he had internet troubles yesterday. And so he's trying to troubleshoot the internet over a live chat with the uh, internet company mm -hmm. while being on camera dressed as Tifa. <laughs> <laughs> and just like the, the mods and like the regulars are all trying to explain it to people as they come in what's happening. Because he, he's in the Final <laughs> Fantasy 14 channel because that's what he was going to be streaming. So like there, there's like 150, 200 people just like tuning in and they're like, why the hell is this guy dressed like Tifa? What is going on right now? <laughs> It's amazing. Wow. It's great. I love it. I love it so much. Wow. Oh, Ray, never change. I know never, you're probably ever. not listening, but never change. 
Laurent, what are you playing, watching, or indulging in? Uh... I just did a little bit of catch up um, on some TV shows. Of course, I, of course, I saw WandaVision this uh, this Friday's WandaVision, which was which was great. Um, it, it looks like the show's well, I mean, the show's been picking up momentum, but now it looks like we've actually got the the focus conflict, you know, happening now. Yeah, so act, it's going to be really yeah, yeah, yeah. Which but which by the way, like I mean, oh yeah. It always seems like there's always some stuffy suit like jackass, you know, at a uh, at a, at, a, at a government office that's doing the, that's doing the most. <laughs> that's all I'm going to say without without any spoilers, you know. That's all I'm going to say. Like, you know, it's just like if you want to see if you want to see an unexpected heel turn, you're about to see one <laughs> if you haven't watched this episode yet. <laughs> uh, I love this week's episode. I still need to watch uh, this this show. Still need to watch it. I will. I will say this though, there was a there was a reference to Kick Ass, and once you get the correlation to the to yeah. Kick Ass movie, like <laughs> you will be rolling out, you'll be you'll be falling out of your seat laughing on that one. It's great. Uh, it's great. It's great. Yeah, uh, I actually did not have any. I did not play any video games last week. This this past week, I I did not. Like I've still got stuff that I need to play. Like I, I technically re restarted uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm on PS5 playing it. But um, I haven't actually been able to like, devote any time to playing to playing any video games. You know, uh, Boss Rush stuff has been has been taking up my time, which I absolutely which I absolutely am happy about. Like uh, this is not a complaint. Like mm-hmm. one of the fun one one the one of the one of the best things you can do is stuff that you want to that, that that you're having fun with. And all the stuff I've been doing with Boss Rush games for the past how long have I been with you guys now? What, like six, six months, months seven ish. months now? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I mean, it's it's fun. Like it, it's also challenging. It's making me actually like go online, look at stuff, you know, figure things out. You know, it's fun. It, it does that. I'll to eventually you. start. Huh? It does that to you. Yeah, I'll eventually start streaming, but I got to get a um, uh, I, I I do need to now get um, because I got my rigging equipment for my camera, but uh, of course I don't have a release plate to put to rig my camera on there, so that's on order right now. But um, but after that. I just have to get a better set of headphones, and I'm going to officially get my capture card. Mm. My so headphones are a uh, recording and streaming. My, the headphones I use for this show are a thirty dollar pair of Skull Candies I got at Best Buy like ten years ago. And they still work. I need some. I need some with a little fidelity for whenever I start doing video Ooh, editing gosh. and I have to mess with the audio. No, 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 no. That wasn't that wasn't an insult or anything, but it's just one of. Sure See, sounded like I'm one. one of those people. I'm one of those people that when that when I realize I need something, you know, it it, it automatically becomes like this this end all be end all be all thing for me. So it's one of those things where it's like you know, if I'm gonna be doing if I'm gonna be doing audio editing and stuff like that, you know, I'm making when I start making actual vlogs and stuff from my YouTube channel and stuff like that, I'm gonna need a decent pair of headphones so I can be able to hear stuff because I live with four other grown adults, three other grown adults. I'm sorry. Four of us in here, but three, but three others, not including me. Uh, and you know, I can't just like blow things out, you know, with my with my surround sound system for my computer. So I gotta keep it all in the headphones. You should. You should just do it anyway. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be fine. And then it. be served, and then and then get served my walking papers. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> well, he's gonna be showing up on a doorstep in Northern Ohio when right. he gets kicked out. I mean, if he wants to live with two children and a and my wife, then okay. 
well, I mean, I haven't really been doing a lot this week either. It's been kind of a busy week at work. I've only really been playing Destiny and literally nothing else. I've been falling asleep to those uh those Disney Plus Mickey Mouse cartoons. You know, like the the ones that look like Cartoon Network ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> they are so good. I don't know why they're so good, but they are so good. So, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of all I've been doing, though. To be honest with you, I haven't. I have been not doing anything. Uh, I should probably. Oh, oh you. What? Oh, you're talking about Disney Plus stuff. I had been watching like the old, the old school like Disney, uh, Disney afternoon stuff. So I've been watching da- Tailspin, mm. and uh, Rescue Chippendales Rescue Rangers. Yeah. Did you know they're doing a live action Rescue Rangers movie? Yes, I did. No. For Disney no. Plus, they're it's also Seth Rogen, John Mulaney, and Andy Samberg. Yep. You mean um. You mean they're you mean like basically like how they did like the Jungle Book and the Lion King that type of live action or I uh, think so yeah yeah which is awesome well they're gonna be in the human world yeah well, like there's gonna be actual humans yeah it's gonna be like that I'm new Tom and Jerry so but way excited. better Brooklyn hmm. Nine Nine is dying so that we can have this is it dying is it on its last season you think Brooklyn Nine Nine uh, it was announced the other day is coming back for one final 10 episode season mm, that probably makes sense that show's been on for a while well they said they they scrapped the entire season that they were doing uh in light of uh last summer they wanted to rewrite it to be more conscientious and whatnot mm-hmm. uh, of the Black Lives Matter movement and things like that and they were like that's a tricky like subject for us they're like you know you know law enforcement like you know it's it's a tricky subject not to get all political with us but they're like we want to make sure that you know we we treat this the way that it needs to be with the utmost respect and not just throwing it off to the side as a simple plot element so that's what the final season is gonna like kind of center around apparently Mm. it's like that and like uh post covid 19 and that's probably smart right Yeah, so they say it won't come back until next year, but next year Mm. will be the final. It'll have been off the air for almost two years at that point. Mm. So it's almost like you revived it. Yeah, well, that's probably smart. Yeah. Yeah. Great show. I love it, but uh, sitcoms are really hard to keep going past like four or five seasons traditionally. Yeah. That's what I liked about The Mm -hmm. Good Place. It just ended when they wanted it to. The Good Place is so good. Oh, it was very fun. Like very... Parks and Rec went on just a tiny bit too long, but it was still damn near perfect at the end. Yeah, it was. Vi- yeah, those shows are very. Oh, good. one thing that pisses me off about. Oh. One thing that pisses me off about Disney Plus, like with the old school cartoons and stuff, like they are not play. They're not. They're not. They don't have them listed in the order. Mm-mm. They don't. They don't uh, have them listed in Tailspin? order, and they don't keep. They don't keep. Oh, you mean like the those cartoons? Yeah, those cartoons. Yeah. Yeah, because Tailspin, for example, like if the very first episode of Tailspin that you watch, if you watch it on Disney Plus, is like episode thirty something. Like you don't even get to see like the five part like like mini series that was like the the opening movie. Oh, that's dumb. Why didn't and, they put uh, it in order? I, I have no idea, but apparently this is a big. This is also a big deal with when um, when they started doing the Simpsons on Disney Plus. Like apparently, yes. the Simpsons started. The Simpsons dropped you like in the middle of the fourth season or something. They they fixed the Simpsons. Yeah. Then I they, know that they, was the uh, the aspect ratios were a problem with the Simpsons too. Yeah. Yeah. Which they fixed that too, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You can watch it either or now, right? Or is it just the one? 
the no, right they now. fixed it. They it's the uh, they made it full widescreen, I believe, yeah. and all. Okay. Or uh, they have it widescreen for the ones that are widescreen, and it's four uh, three for the originals. Mm. We actually watched the uh, speaking of Disney Plus stuff. We watched the Brandy Cinderella movie last night. I've never seen that. It's very good. I saw it long time ago. Yeah, it was very good. I'd never seen it either, but my wife wanted to watch it, and it was kid. Fr- it was pretty kid friendly, and my kid, you know, was dancing the whole time to the music and stuff. So it was fun. Aww. It was good. It's real good. Uh, is your um is your is your two year old daughter actually like doing dancing dancing now, or is she still doing that kids dancing stuff? Oh no, dude, her dancing is like running around in circles and spinning around with her arms out. It's not... <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna send you a video later. It talks about it talks about young kids how their dancing styles. It's got like six distinct different styles. One of them is like one of them is like the uh, uh, the. Uh, the leaner where they actually have a hand on something. Yeah. <laughs> They're moving I, their uh, hips. <laughs> I, I showed my girlfriend office space for the first time this past week. Cause apparently we've been together for eight years and I've never once shown her that movie. Although I could have sworn I have at least two or three times. And that's hilarious. Cause that movie was filmed in Dallas, like not far from where we live. It was filmed in Las Colinas. And God, dude, it's just so, if you've ever worked in a cubicle, that's the perfect movie. It nails it to a fucking T. Mm-hmm. Uh, things have changed since the uh, late 90s when it was made. But holy crap, that's got to be one of the best cult classics of all time. Office Space. Man, mm. another movie I've Wait, never seen. You've never seen it. Laurent, have you seen Office Space? Uh, yes, once. Okay. Way okay. back in the day. So good. So good. That's how I first saw Jennifer Aniston. Because I never watched Friends as a kid. Hmm. So huh. I know her as the pieces of Flair Girl. To be fair, I never, I'd never watched Friends all the way through until like, I don't know, a couple years ago. I was never like really into Friends, and then we just sat. We were like, well, well, let's just watch it because it was on Netflix, and we watched the whole thing all the way through. And I was like, okay, Friends was fine. <laughs> yeah. So Chelsea, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Anytime. Anytime I anytime I think of Jennifer Aniston, no, I think of I think of her and We're the Millers. Oh my god, dude, that movie is amazing. Never seen it. <laughs> Corey I, has seen a movie I have not seen. Uh, also, Horrible Bosses also comes to mind. Oh yes. <laughs> god, Horrible Bosses. I'm, was... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I would never file an HR complaint if she was my boss. I would never do. That. <laughs> I'm just saying, like. It was one of the first movies my wife and I ever saw together, and it was uh, it was magical. It was magical. I, even though I will, even though I will say this, I would also be nervous if I if I if the if if I woke up in in like the dentist chair and I did not know how I got there, I would also be nervous. But I wouldn't really argue with it. I wouldn't really. Well, I've it. seen enough <laughs> movies to know that usually ends badly. <laughs> Like, I've, seen enough law, I've seen enough Law and Order that if I hear the ding, ding, I'm going to get really scared. <laughs> like, do you think people in Law and Order hear that, like, when they're about to die? What, the dun-dun? Yeah, is that, like, insensitive? And then it just, like, says across their body, like, executive producer Dick Wolf. <laughs> like, do you think it just says that? I, I don't know. It's hilarious. I mean, I'm actually drinking water. I mean, come on. There's, there's, there's worse things. There's worse things that can happen to you, you know, 
Besides that, I mean, come on, man. You, Murdered by if you woke up, Jennifer Aniston if you woke in a up, dentist chair. If, if you woke up, if you woke up in a dentist chair, and the last thing you remember you, yourself doing was walking to the to, to the company to the company kitchen to get some coffee, you're telling me, <laughs> you're <laughs> you're telling me that you would protest. I don't know what I would do at this point. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. You know what I do know, guys. I do know that we have four topics to talk about tonight. So let's let's get into it. Oh boy. Uh do 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 gotta make this note in my phone about Wait, wait, things. Corey, you didn't mention you didn't mention at all Super Mario uh 3D World. You're not yeah, playing that this week? I played a little bit of it, but not enough to like really I played the first like three levels. Guess what? That game's still magical and good. Okay. Hey, Hey, Josh, check this out. Hey, Laron, I'm checking it out. The, the Boss Rush chat on Friday was definitely silent. All them freaking nerds were playing that freaking Mario 3D World game. Like, nobody's, nobody had a single conversation until I broke ranks and said, hey, why is it so quiet in here? <laughs> well, that's fair. Everybody's playing that game. It's a good freaking, game. Freaking, freaking Nintendo nerds. nerds. Should be playing it. Uh, speaking of nerds, here's our first story. We're getting into the news bits. Do, 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 do. Uh, as we already knew, Gearbox and 2K's hit franchise Borderlands is getting its own film adaptation. And from what it looks like, a pretty star-studded one. Within the last few weeks, the Eli Roth-directed film has cast Kevin Hart as Roland the Soldier, Jamie Lee Curtis as Dr. Tannis, and none other than Jack Black as Ca- Claptrap. Jesus. Uh, who will be joining Kate Blanchett as Siren? Who's excited for the Borderlands movie? I hate everything uh, about this. I who, hate its very I'm, existence. Who thought that all they have to I'm do is cast excited. the Rock and make this Jumanji four? Yeah, I'm not excited about this, but at the same time, like Eli Roth is directing it, so I feel like this is going to be a horror movie out of left field. I hope so. That would be the one thing that would like redeem this for me is that Eli Roth and Jamie Lee Curtis make it into a horror film. I mean, I but mean, I'm just, seriously, like, I'm so he has like a knack for for horror I, movies. Yeah, I mean, like if you're talking about video game franchises to make into a movie, this is probably like in the 20s on the list. I would hand to you. 20s like the <laughs> yeah. 40s there's so many other movies that are yeah like... like i feel like there's at least like 15 to 20 franchises i could think of before this that i would make into a movie and or tv series like this feels like a really quick like we're gonna grab or cash grab it before people forget the borderlands is a thing because i mean doesn't it kind of feel that way like, like i feel like borderlands 2 had this incredible staying power for so long but borderlands 3 just kind of came and went like right away yeah, I don't know. I don't yeah. know if I'm like maybe like off my rocker a little bit there. Like, I mean, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I feel like Kevin Hart is probably the best casting for this movie. Like, I can't believe you didn't just keep the voice of Claptrap as Claptrap. Well, they hmm. recast Claptrap in Borderlands Three because that's true. They did. They did of that whole financial fiasco of uh, the person who did it yeah. before. It, this just is so weird. I mm, yeah, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I'm not really. I'm this not really is something I'll watch when it's like the 99 cent rental on iTunes. 
But I also or said the same thing about free on Detective Hulu Plus. Or yeah, yeah. it's going to come to something at some point. You know, it I is. said the same thing about Detective Pikachu and Sonic though, and I ended up enjoying both of those. So Detective Pikachu was good. I do want to watch Sonic Pikachu the Hedgehog. Great. Sonic is. It's a it's it's a movie. Um, Jim Carrey is damn near perfect in it. I'll say that. Like he is the right amount of just completely batshit crazy to play Doctor Eggman. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Sonic design in the final movie actually looks pretty decent. Yeah, except that they closed the studio. So. Oh really? They closed yeah. the animation studio that redesigned Sonic. They closed it like after they were done. They were like, "Well." Wait, wait, wait. They, they redesigned Sonic and their thank you was, you're, you're fired? Yep. Yes. Wow. Yep. So, uh... I, so I, I maintain that I think Borderlands works best as an episodic series. Like, Tales from the Borderlands is the best Borderlands game. It's getting an Xbox Series by X me. and PS5 enhancement, by the way. I'm very excited. I'm very excited that game is coming back to storefronts, because everybody should play uh, Tales from the Borderlands. It's great. I actually cared about the characters in it, finally. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing, like, I don't know how you make it Borderlands work on TV, though. I just feel like doing that as a two-hour movie is not going to work. I mean, you could do, like, Mad Max style, right? But this is genuinely the best cast that they've assembled for one of these comic book movies so far. So, who knows? Question mark? Yeah, I don't but... know. like you got Kate Blanchett to agree to come on to this. Like, I know. What I don't think her and that? Jamie Lee Curtis are doing this for the payday. Hmm. They could be, but I don't think they are. Yeah, I don't know, man. Kate Blanchett, you just don't think of her as like this movie, right? I don't. No, yeah, don't. I, I, yeah, I like I seeing people play against type, though. So I'm curious to see what she brings to it. But again, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not watching this. No, yeah. I've been burned too many times now. Hmm. Is it going to be no, better yeah, or worse? Like, it looks like better or worse than the Monster Hunter movie. Better. Hey, 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 hey. I'm hey, just saying. I, I heard it was seen, bad. I mean, that's that's not. I haven't seen the Monster Hunter movie. I feel like the what you have to do to be better than that is like the equivalent of like stepping over a pole that's laying on the ground. <laughs> Oh I don't God. think you, there's not even a bar to clear there. So oh my God. that's like asking me, do I think this is going to be better than the final Resident Evil movie? Is it going to be better than the final Resident Evil movie? Yes. <laughs> but just by virtue of it existing and having actual talent behind it. <laughs> you, know, you know what? I'm sorry, Mila Jovich. I love you. Uh, Lebron is very sad now. I need to go. I need to go see this. I, I I need to go see this movie so I can so I can give everybody my word on like how I feel about this movie. Um, <laughs> I mean it's, it's it's the Monster Hunter movie. I, I'm gonna have to watch it, you know, because I feel like someone will pull my Monster Hunter like card when I start the podcast show if I don't see this movie. Right? I'm I'm gonna pull it from you. <laughs> You're, I'm revoking your status. I'm not. I'm not funny. super excited. I'm not super excited about the Borderlands movie. But then again, you know what? Like Josh said, I've been burned. I've been burned also by a bunch of video game, you know, franchise movies that have shown up. You know, um, mm-hmm. 
and this is one of those things, you know, like these casting choices. Yeah, like I mean, this is a this is a solid casting choice for sure. But you know, I still I still have questions about certain character, certain actors playing certain characters and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, like um, it's not like I'm a Borderlands uh, aficionado. Like I played I played Borderlands, I played damn near all of Borderlands one. I want to say I beat Borderlands one. You know, or at least got to the end game content of Borderlands One, and I did play some Borderlands Two when it was a free game on, on PlayStation Plus. Uh, but I haven't played Three, but I have it, and I have Tales from the Borderland also because, like, you know, the Epic Game Store is always blessing us with like these 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 AAA titles out the blue. Um, but uh, I I don't know. I don't, and even with a high powered director like Eli Roth, I still don't know how I feel about this movie overall. You know, I I'm all gonna I'm gonna say you. is. I feel that if you couldn't do a good movie out of Assassin's Creed, you can't make a good movie out of Borderlands. Okay, I can agree with that. Hmm. Because the talent you had... I I said that I felt this was the best casting for a movie. No. The Assassin's Creed movie had Michael Fassbender, Marion Cotillard, Jeremy Irons, Mm -hmm. Michael K. Williams, Brendan Gleeson... And it was from the... It was from a actually really good director and writer, uh, Justin Caruso. And that movie sucked balls. It was terrible. Yeah, I saw that awful. movie. They made the movie canon in the universe. They did. Are you kidding me? No, no it's I'm just kidding me. Which, if you're going to do it with a franchise, Assassin's Creed is probably the one to do it with. But it was that bad that now even the games just like pretend it didn't happen. Ugh. But there's characters. There's a character in the game that was in the movie, though. And what in uh, Syndicate, maybe? Or I think yeah, it was Syndicate. I think so, so. Oh, man, Assassin's Creed. It could have been so good. Speaking of good Hollywood stuff, right? The Last of Us is has casted Joel and Ellie. Everybody. Uh where's my where's my note? HBO's The Last of Us television series has found their Joel and Ellie. Game of Thrones' Bella Ramsey has been cast as Ellie, originally portrayed by Ashley Johnson in the video game, while the Mandalorian star Pedro Pascal has been cast as Joel, originally portrayed by Troy Baker. The show will be written by Craig Amazon and director of the games, Neil Druckmann. How do we feel about this one? (coughs) It's going to be real hard for people to see Pedro Pascal in a role that they're going to hate him in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Joel, Joel is not because well, I, so I not that he's going to do a bad job or anything, but you're not supposed to like Joel. Yeah, that's you're true. not supposed. You're not supposed to root for Joel. Joel is an asshole. Joel is a again, horrible human being. Then again, if anyone watched Wonder Woman eighty four, like they, they won't have a hard time. No, they won't. <laughs> it's it's just I mean, like usually we're all, we're so used to be like, oh, I love Pedro's character. I love him. Like he's in the Mandalorian. He's Oberyn. He's he's in uh, fucking Narcos. Like oh, we love him and everything. Like. Ooh, my guys, you're about to have a real, real rough end of the year when this comes out. Like, yeah, this this is going to be a really rude awakening for you guys. And it's like for me, it, it's really illuminating how many people are like, oh, my God, I just love Joel so much. And it's like when we say love, though, it's like it disturbs me how many people like think that he's like a good character, like he's a good person and are willing to like argue to the death about it and it's like no he's not he's a he's a piece of shit who happens to do good things yeah because like, yeah, even they even alluded to it like in the very first game they even alluded to like he has a sketchy he has a sketchy history before the events where his brother died. he's a horrible person he did horrible shit yeah. with Tess 
yeah. and his brother and everything else. I mean, dude, like, look at Tommy. Like, look at all the shit he's done with the Fireflies. And then, you know, you get that mm-hmm. confirmation between in the events between The Last of Us and The Last of Us 2. For me, yeah. the biggest thing is this is confirming it's going to be a retelling of the games, which I'm okay with. I prefer a different story, but at the same time, it's like, well, these games are so good, though. Like, I'm so curious to see how a different medium handles them. Yeah. Like, and... Uh, I hope they don't... Go ahead. I hope they don't Walking Dead this. Because you know how The Walking Dead was following so closely to, to, like, the original content, and then it didn't? Yeah. And and it's not even because... It's not because, like, you know, it outpaced the comics. You know, it's not because of that. Like, they, they had stuff that was coinciding with, the, with, with with all the events in the comics, but they had, like, additional characters that were not part of the, of the, of the, of the canon or the fiction. And it kind of, like, took rid its own ugly head, you know, after, what, after, after Terminus. <laughs> it's, it's one of those things, like, so this is only going to be a single series, single season series. I don't is see it, it going longer. It, Okay. I, I mean, okay. It really I didn't, I didn't know that. You're adapting two games. Even if they adapt the second game, I don't see how this goes longer than like maybe two six episode seasons. I just can't see it going much longer than that personally. But my problem with this is all the people who are already ragging on the Bella casting. Like, listen, if you watch Game of Thrones, you know who Bella Ramsey is. She was Liana Mormont. Was one of the high, very few highlights of the last couple seasons. Um. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's so much worse you could do. And, like, I hate the people who are like, oh, well, it needed to be Catelyn, Caitlin Deaver. It's like, Caitlin Deaver is, like, 24 years old. She can't play Ellie. I'm sorry. Yeah. She can't. I would love that, too. Like, my dream casting was her as Ellie and Nikolai Costa Waldo from Game of Thrones as Joel. That was my dream casting. Oh, man. And I would have loved that because they both are like the spitting image of those characters. They're both incredible actors. I feel like they could both play a character, like characters as dark and with as much baggage as they do. But you do need somebody younger. And if you have somebody that who is younger, I mean, I think she's like 11 or 12 or something. uh, This actress. But if you have somebody who's that young, who's able to do the part, like, I don't think y'all understand to find somebody who can act like Ellie does in that game is that you know, in real life and have you're, the maturity to do that. I don't think you understand how rare that is. Josh, you're in for a rude awakening. She's 17 years old. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I just looked her up. <laughs> wow. Uh... Still closer in age than Kat- Caitlin Deaver. Still closer. <laughs> yeah, true. 17, though, but still, my remains the same. I just looked her up because I was like, when she was playing uh, Liana Mormont, I was like, there's no way she was that freaking young. (laughs) Okay, that makes more sense. But still, still, though, I'm saying, like, and okay, casting a 17-year-old, okay, that makes sense for the time skip and everything. But yeah. I don't understand. It's like y'all are upset because like your fan castings didn't pan out. And there's like some people are like, oh, it needed to be Ashley Johnson. I'm like Ashley Johnson is like, she's older than me. Yeah. She's it's like in her mid thirties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, she, she, sorry. She's busy on critical role. Her, her and Matt Mercer are busy over there. I'm looking at like, Also, Ashley Johnson doesn't even look like she could look like Ellie. No. no. And I mean, she's like, 37. I'm not saying, like, 
Jesus. Like, I'm not saying yeah. you have to look wow. like the thanks for making like, me feel old. Oh, yeah. Well, well yeah, no, I wasn't. I wasn't even saying. I wasn't even saying it like that in right, like a right. negative way. Like she can't even pass for Ellie. Is what I'm saying. No, 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 no. Like C- Caitlyn, at least could. Like you could change the ages around or something. You could like bump her age up a little bit. But I don't know. And then like I think this raises other questions. Like, are they going to cover the events of Left Behind in this? Well, like, how closely are they going to follow to the games? Is this going to be a new interpretation? Like you said, like. Who is going to be like cool. Andy Worshing can still be Tess. I want to note that she can still be Tess, but like, who's going to be Tommy? Like, I have so many questions right now. Just I, I so want. I just want. I just hope. I just hope they do the whole situation with Bill. I just. I really hope. I want to see that. Yeah. I want to see that. Because man, like it was one of those things where like you actually got like a real good taste of like how things hit people. Like when you encountered you his character. Have- you you have to do that, right? Yeah. Because that's such a defining moment for Ellie and for Joel, like for their relationship. That is a defining moment. Yeah. And like, so who do you cast in that? Like, I saw somebody go, "Oh, they should totally cast Sam Rockwell and make him grow a beard." I was like, I don't know if there's a better casting than that. I could be here for that, like, but it, it's the last of us. It's an HBO series. Like, there's gonna be a lot of like big name people who want in on that. And yeah. I'm just like I'm forced to wonder when they're planning on shooting this because Mandalorian season three is in production right now. Mm-hmm. It's filming, so you have to presume they're doing it after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or before. I mean, he. I mean, they could film scenes without. I mean, I don't know how much there is without Joel and Ellie, but you could film stuff without oh, Joel, yeah. right? Well, and they, they likely they likely will. Mm-hmm. Depending on like how the story goes, or like oh, we may film like all the stuff about like uh, the Last of Us two, like the Abby storyline. Like maybe we'll film all that first and yeah. wait for wait for Pedro to be free. Like who knows? Like and that's assuming they're all in the same season, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. As of mm-hmm. right now, like all they've confirmed is they're doing the first game. Mm-hmm. I don't believe they've confirmed that they're doing two, but there's going to be elements from both. Like I don't know. Whatever. This is still cool. I think this is like the shot. This is the thing. If video games are going to be taken seriously in another medium, this is the show that's going to do it. If this show is bad, you're never going to have that. You're never going to have it. Yeah. And it's the closest Points. we've ever seen a, the actual creator work on an adaptation of his or her work. Yeah. And I I, I think that's important. You know, it, it's it's important. But I also like that Craig Mazin is doing the writing. He did uh, HBO's Chernobyl. Yeah. Which was fantastic. If you haven't seen it. Um, so I like Neil, but writing for TV and for film is so different than writing a video game. Yeah, it's so much different. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad he's there. I'm glad they're co-writing it, and that I believe Craig is also directing the pilot. Mm-hmm. So, uh, well, I'll wait for you to tell me how it is, Josh, because I probably won't watch it. That's depressing. <laughs> I never played the games either, so it's fine. Oh god, that's even more depressing. I played the first hour of the first game and I didn't care for it, so I stopped. Playing. It's it's one of the most depressing games you'll ever play. Yeah, I mean that's not gonna lie, those first twenty minutes were really the part that turned me off from the game. So, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. I get it. Uh all right, speaking of dead things. We all thought the division two was dead, but this week Ubisoft unleash a series x and ps5 enhanced version of the game and 
Surprise announced more content is dropping later this year. Originally, the December 2020's title, Update 12, was supposed to be the last major update for the game, but the fans' quote, continued passion and support has ensured that the fresh content will be released later this year. I actually just re-downloaded I, the Division 2 because not only because like not only because Josh, you and uh, what nerd journalists were talking about it, mm-hmm. but I, my friend Mitch, has been wanting to play it, and I, uh, yeah, I re-downloaded it. I'm like, you know what? That Warlords DLC is eight bucks uh, this week, and uh, might as well just jump into it and just go through it. So, yeah. It's cool though. I mean, I It's great. I really thought the Division 2 was dead. It, it, am I, I I mean, obviously I'm wrong because they're adding new content, but like how many people are still playing the Division 2? Ubisoft's games are so weird because sometimes you think those games are dead, but then you look at For Honor and it just mm. keeps going and going and going. You look at Ghost Recon, it's still going somehow and, and it's just the, these online games from them really have, like, th- their communities are small, but they're dedicated. Mm-hmm. And, like, The Division, I feel like it kind of hit a point last year where I thought it petered out completely. Like, I, I even was noting this to Nerd. I didn't hear anybody talk about Warlords in New York except for, like, Greg Miller. He was the one person who talked about it, and that's he was, like, paid to sponsor it or something. So he was playing it all the time when it first came out. I didn't know a single person who played it out of all of us who played The Division. And then suddenly, like, last fall, like, people were talking about how they were playing it while they were waiting for Destiny to come back, while they were waiting on Call of Duty and things like that, and it picked up some steam again. The expansion went down to 8 bucks. Uh, I bought it, of course, two days before it went to 8 bucks, so I paid $30 for it. Yeah. But it's good. I mean, the overhaul to the game genuinely has made it a much better game. But you, we shouldn't have had to wait a year to get to that point. Yeah. I mean, that's how that's out. how the first one was, though. It was like yeah, it is like a year before that game was great too, you know. But like, yep. I can I can see from their perspective, like, oh, we'll do another DLC for this, which honestly I feel like could close out the story of the division because Corey, you and I talked about this, or if we talked about it on camera, or if we talked about it just privately. But I just don't think that Massive is going to do a Division 3, given like all the iconography of the Division in Division 2, yeah. and given the events of the last year. I just can't it's, see them doing another one. And especially, they've got two other licensed games. Now. Yeah, if they're, what, they're working on Avatar and Star Wars now, but yeah. they could. Uh, who's the support studio for Massive? There have been rumors floating around that that support studio has been uh, hiring to do a Massive AAA game, which... Oh, could God. more than likely be the Division 3. I would re- honestly, like, I I think Ghost Recon and the Division both need to go on ice for a little bit. The Division, until they can figure out how to properly do the game right the first time and not launch it super broken and have to fix it over the course of a year yeah. and launch it with enough content, too. But also, agree. like, Ghost Recon, I mean, like, look at those. Like, those games, I just feel, have, like, dipped in quality so much, like, the more they come out. Because you're trying to push them out so quickly, and they have the same issue, right? They're broken at launch, and then they take forever to fix if they ever get fixed. Yeah. And just the, the whole Tom Clancy sub-brand as a whole, like, unless you're going to do Splinter Cell, don't make another fucking Tom Clancy game. Yeah. Like, Rainbow Six Quarantine, they're having to rename that because, well, let's think logically here for a second. <laughs> And it's like, why would you be make, rushing to make another Rainbow Six? Like, Siege is your most successful game by far that's ongoing. 
by far. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Oh yeah. Siege yeah. is like I I don't know how that game keeps going, man. That game I love it. I love it so much. I love hearing about it. I don't really care to play it. It's it's, it's the rough. closest to a competitive game I can play. Uh, so I'm not good at it, but it's fun. Yeah. It's fair. But I mean I read download of the division. I will I will give it another shot. Like it's what it's what Colonel Panic said, right? Like Ubisoft games are really fun until they're just not. Yep. And that's how I felt about the division. I put ten yep. really solid hours into it and I was like, man, this game's fun. And one day I was just like, It's time to move on, guys. I'm moving on. That's exactly how it was with me for the original division. I have I've never even picked that division too. Yeah. I picked up Division 2 when it went down to 10 bucks, and I didn't regret it because I got about 35 hours out of it. Hey, 35 hours for a $10 game? Hey, that, that's, yep. that's, that's a payday. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah. I'm saying, like, had I bought that for 60 I probably would have been slightly disappointed, honestly. Mm-hmm. But I really, really enjoyed it. I mean, I played it with friends, so it was great. That Those are games that are only fun with your friends. Yeah. I got my, I got my copy of the original Division because I... I I did an upgrade to my um my PC, so I got a free uh I got I got I got it for free at launch. Uh huh. Hmm. Yeah, and then I probably pay, played I maybe played twenty hours of it, maybe. I mean, it was it was fun, and it stopped being fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a solid game. I mean, the story is solid. It's yeah. just you hit a point where like I mean the gear doesn't matter at all in the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It barely mattered in the second one. Like now it actually yeah. matters and there's like set bonuses and it's like, oh my god, this is a totally different game. Like you could have told me this was division three and I would have believed you. Yeah. It feels really, really good. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to try it out at some point. So Okay guys, we have a couple questions to get to before we get out of here. Who's ready for those? Questions. Questions. Questions with the guys. Questions. We're going to answer some questions. Sorry, my wife texted me because my kid is still not asleep. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, our first question comes from Sam Hall. Uh, remember, you can email the show at standarddefpodcasts at gmail.com or tweet at us at standarddefpod or join our Discord. Look for the Standard Def channel in there. Sam Hall says, hey, guys. Quick question for you. What mediocre games do you think were interesting enough to warrant a sequel but never got one? Mediocre games. Hmm. The Order 1886 is a huge one. Yes, that's a good one. That is a good one, actually. The Order may be, like, the definitive answer here, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that game was was very You know, I'm going to go with another Sony game. I'm going to say Until Dawn. It got a sequel. SoCom? It doesn't count. The VR only shit does not count. <laughs> Riding the roller coaster of death in a carnival. It, it, it's not even connected. It just has it in name only. Carnival. Give me another crazy. proper uncharted. Not uncharted. God, God well, give me that too. Give me, give me another until dawn game. That was a truly unique horror experience. Yeah. It was, uh, let's see what else. I, I've. Man, I don't know. I really like the order. I like I like the characters. I like the alternate history aspect of it. I liked the uh, mythological stuff that was going on. Mm-hmm. It was great. A lot of a lot of werewolf dongs in there though. Just <laughs> kind of flopping around. 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm hard-pressed to think of anything else. I mean, those are probably the, the two in recent memory that I'd be like, yeah, I absolutely want sequels to these games. Yeah. I, I mean, everything is so built on just let's make a sequel to it, you know? It's just... Right. I well, and also, we're talking about mediocre games. Like, there's good games that haven't gotten sequels that I'm still pissed about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, but, what what's a good game that you want a sequel? Sunset Overdrive. Well, yeah, that, I... I guarantee you that'll come at some point. Sony owns the IP now, right? I've been told that for seven years now. It's all a fucking lie. Mm. (laughs) It's not a lie. It's coming. Mm. You're all liars. It's not happening. Mm. I got one. It's kind of a... That is is a game that if you say, Josh, we're going to make a game that perfectly encapsulates your personality and your musical taste, that is the game you come up with. Mm. I have one. I don't. I think it's a great game, but I know a lot of people think it's just mediocre. I would like a proper sequel to Ninja Theory's Devil May Cry game. Yes, yes. Thank you. That's Thank what you. I want. We have we have appreciation moments on Crossroads about that game. Mm. <laughs> appreciation. We moments. we. I, I guys, mean, I, yes. I need a edge sequel. Uh, I mean, oh, which one? Uh, what? I need a Bleeding Edge sequel from Ninja Theory. Uh, no. I'm joking. I, you know, that game needs to die in a fiery hell. It already died. They already announced that their last update happened last week. They won't be supporting the game after this, and their servers will probably go online offline soon after. It's unfortunate. R.I.P. the dream. Uh, Rise Zone of Rome probably deserves some sort of cool sequel. That was I never played that one, game. so I really can't. So I really can't say. Okay, maybe deserve. I, I really can't wait. Deserve is the wrong word. A sequel would be cool. Could be cool. It'd probably be some open world uh, RPG though. I don't consider this game mediocre at all. Uh, Vanquish. That yeah. needs a sequel. Yeah, Vanquish was cool. Did they just remaster it with the uh, original they Bayonetta? They did. Yes, they did. The package is forty bucks, or they're twenty five bucks a piece. Oof. So you can do that. Of course, you can just wait till the package goes on sale for fourteen eighty eight, like I did. Yeah. Um, I'm just I'm going through my list of Xbox things here. Uh, I can't really find anything. Republic Commando, not a mediocre game by any stretch, but that deserves a sequel. Which which game? Republic Commando. Republic oh, Commando, yes. Yeah. Wait, wait, I thought, wait, I thought Republic Commando got a sequel. I thought there was a Republic Commando 2. Nope. It was oh, it was canceled. Okay, okay. It was in development uh, when it was coming out, but when the sequel would have been going into active development, uh, George Lucas was really pushing the first season of the Clone Wars show that we all now know and love. And uh-huh. that the existence of the first game was explicitly conflicting with the Clone Wars show. So they scrap it. They let the, uh, the writer of it go ahead and make a novel though. It would have covered their time as Imperial commandos. Uh Um, and then like basically defecting from the stormtrooper core, which I think would have been a really cool story, but yeah, they used elements Hmm. of Republic commando and Republic commando Two or the theorized Commando 2 in the Clone Wars series. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Uh, all right, kids, we're going to move on to our last question here. It comes from Yamada Zero in the Discord, also in the Twitch chat. 
Is it true that ODST is the best Halo game? I love ODST. That's my burning question, and I figured to ask folks who are big Halo fans. Well, Joe is not here this week, so sorry, Joe. <laughs> sorry, we're gonna disappoint you a lot, actually. Uh -oh. this segment of the game of the of the show. Speak for yourself. Speak for yourself, Corey. I am. Uh. I'm gonna disappoint you a lot right now, because Halo Four is the best Halo game. <laughs> Josh hates me. I, I, I swear for because uh, the only Halo game I actively played was uh, was the very first one. Um, I, I didn't play any of the sequels because I, 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 of course, I'm not an Xbox owner and stuff like that. But I know this: like everybody I talk to is just extremely romantic about ODST for some strange. Uh, what is what is ODST? Was it what's that what's that an acronym for? An abbreviation for? Orbital, Orbital Drop, Drop Shock, Shock Trooper. Trooper. Okay, and this so is the they're... one that didn't. This is the one I didn't have Master Chief, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. This is the first. This is the first, one, is the first one to not feature and not feature Master Chief. You okay. don't play as a Spartan at all in it. You play as a Marine, mm -hmm. as just a regular soldier. Mm -hmm. So what? They're they're called the Hell Jumpers. They're introduced. I, they might be in Halo One. I don't really remember. But in Halo Two, they drop in and drop pods when Master Chief does, and they're in like black tactical gear, almost like a SWAT team, and they're like oh. the elite. They're like the elites of the UNSC force, like second. That aren't Spartans. A lot of them are made into Spartans later on in the storyline. Specifically, oh, okay. this squad is made into Spartans eventually. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think that OD ODST. First off, it's not the best Halo. Um, it is the most unique Halo. I'll say that in terms of its level design, like it has hubs that you go between in an open world, and you play. The missions are done through flashbacks for the most part. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really good. Nathan Fillion, of course, as Buck, one of my all-time favorite voiceover roles in a video game. Um, you really bond with Buck, Dare, uh, Mickey. Uh, Alan Tudyk is in it mm -hmm. as well. Uh, I, I think he's, I think he's Mickey. Uh, and then uh, you play as the rookie, of course. Uh, my personal favorite Halo. Uh, it's a, it's a dead heat between Halo Two and Three. Um, I give the edge to Halo 2, though, because, I mean, when I think of some of my, not just my best Xbox and gaming memories, but, like, my best childhood memories, a lot of those, especially my teenage years, come from Halo 2 and 3, from doing LAN parties and signing up for Xbox Live just to be able to play Halo 3 with my friends, um, taking, off, taking off of school to go play Halo 3 for two days, convincing my parents that this was a, a, an acceptable thing to do as a sophomore in high school, um, just like I have so many good memories of those games, but not only that, like it's still to this day one of the only first-person shooters where I think the story outshines everything else. And I don't think Halo's story has ever hit those highs again. Reach is a good, good tragic story. It's not Halo two and three. It's not an adaption of Fall of Reach. Mm -hmm. ODST, good mm -hmm. touching story. It's not Chief saying goodbye to Cortana and leaving her on the flood-infested high charity. Mm -hmm. Halo 4 is pretty good. It's probably the best connection between Chief and Cortana. It's not Chief sacrificing himself and letting the Arbiter go through the portal while him and Cortana get split. Their part of the ship gets cut off and they're left drifting in space towards Requiem. You know, it's just two and three hit all those notes like John Johnson versus Guilty Spark. You know, the Arbiter. 
slowly turning and changing sides throughout all of two. The final cutscene with him and Tartarus, them finding out the Halo Array has been activated, Cortana's hallucinations. Like, there's just so much crammed into two first-person shooter games in the early years of the Xbox that I feel like we still haven't quite hit in a first-person shooter since then. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, the multiplayer is legendary. Like, you ask somebody Halo multiplayer, like, they're going to immediately say, they're going to be like, uh, snipers on Blood Gulch. Capture the flag on Beaver Creek. Mm-hmm. You know, sn- uh, sh- shoddies and swords only on midship. Like, there's so many things. Wizard rockets. Just, you know, wizard. Big team, big fucking big team battle on Blood Gulch. Yeah. Like, there there are things that every everybody has a specific halo memory mm-hmm. and i feel like if you have that halo memory it comes from one two or three pistols only on hang em high oh my christ yes like uh, and master chief collection has made it easier than ever for us to go back and experience that. like I, I played some master chief collection when the uh the 120 frames update came out and it was awesome i had to delete it because i have no room on my hard drive but it felt so good to play with my same buddies. We used to have to sit in the same room, drag TVs and Xboxes over there and hook them all together. Now we're all just like hanging out at our own houses. You know, we've all got families now and we still have time to play Halo and Destiny together. Like we, we're still playing Bungie games together 20 years later. That mm-hmm. should tell you something. Yeah. Uh, that's how that's how gaming is. I mean, look at all these yeah. look at all these look at all these nerds who are still playing Super Mario. Look at these nerds playing Monster Hunter. Yeah. Nerd. <laughs> hey, Monster Hunter's not as old as, as freaking Mario, though. Fucking nerds. Nerd. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Get so, your, uh, yeah, your longsword and your double knives. Double, double knives. I don't look, know. Look at this guy. I don't know. Look at this guy. Look up, at this man. guy. Yeah, so uh, I so I can't really weigh in that much. Um, I did enjoy I did enjoy the very first Halo game. It was um it was as a person who doesn't traditionally play first person shooters, like the the first Halo game for me was actually a refreshing experience. It, you know, it wasn't um you know it wasn't because I played I played uh, a couple of uh or the uh, I played a couple of Medal of Honor games. Medal of Honor was the was the thing you know before we had our Halos and you know we had our battlefields. You know we had our Call of Duties, of course. Um, and um, I definitely, I think I really enjoyed uh, Halo because of the the sci-fi aspect to it. You know, like typically you want me to, you want me to play your game, like throw a science fiction element into it, and uh, and I'm usually there. So, so yeah, um, I can't weigh in on Halo Three ODST, but you know, that's fair. And of course, Corey, of course, Corey is being the killjoy here. <laughs> I know, Josh hates me. It's fine. Just it's fine. I'm disowning you. It's fine. We'll still play Destiny <laughs> together. No, we won't. You're just gonna and I'll be joining. I'll everything. be joining you guys eventually. Yeah, yeah. Leron's gonna then, be uh, kindergarten in 2021. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, and then, and then, Corey and I can fight for who's getting carried. <laughs> Josh, you're gonna need a bigger backpack. <laughs> I'm gonna need like an eight piece suit by the time this is done. Yeah. Hey, I, I expect hey, just monocles, so- canes, top hats. A big twirly just mustache. So, just so the uh, just so the stream doesn't think I'm shading Corey. These are words that Corey's actually said. Because I was like, I was like, well, you know, I'm not this. You know, I'm not going to be any good at this game. So you're going to have to carry me, right? And he's like, uh, that. But that's my job to be carried. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That. <sighs> I hate it here. Oh no, you don't. It's fine. 
You have your you have your group of good Destiny players, and then you have me. I do. It's true. It's true. Just saying. So basically, uh, I'm gonna get a pack. I'm gonna get a package at my door, an Amazon package at my door, and it's gonna be a, a case of get good. It's <laughs> fair. Send send Laron the grimoire anthologies. Mm. <laughs> like there, there will be a written test that accompanies this later on. Oh, I can't. I can't wait for. I, man. Oh. Oh. Destiny's so good. I'm actually gonna play after we get done with the show. Guys, it's negative eight outside. Yeah. That sucks for you. Aren't you glad? Aren't you glad you're staying in today? Uh, considering I keep getting emails from my electric provider warning of the strong possibility of losing power, I am not excited. Oh crap! It's, yeah, it's warmer here than it is in Texas. Yeah, they're they're saying like the state's power grid has never faced anything like this before. Oh, and that they don't think it can hold up. So okay. they're asking oh, wait, us I... to like. They said, can you reduce, they're like sending emails to people asking us to reduce our thermostats by a couple degrees. And I'm like, dude, mine's already at 70. I'm not turning it down any lower. <laughs> like just flat out. <laughs> and it's like, you know, unplug devices that aren't in use, turn off lights. And I'm like, dude, I'm doing all this. I swear to God, if I'm the one who loses power, I'm going to kill y'all. Ooh, <laughs> fighting words. I have a cat that I have to bundle up bundle myself up, unplug an Xbox, pack up like three bags probably worth of electronics that'll be destroyed by the cold, and then hope that my aunt hasn't lost power since she's the closest person to me. It's that or go to my in-laws, which I'm definitely not doing. So wait, are y'all in the middle of a storm or, or nor'easter? Jeez, what do y'all have going on out there? We are on inch like five or six of snow right now, which for Texas is a very big anomaly. We're used to mm -hmm. ice. We're not used to snow. Mm -hmm. And yeah. like, because people are already staying home because of a pandemic, you have yeah. that coupled with this. Like people aren't turning off their heaters during the day because we're all home. It's yep. negative eight outside. This is the coldest it's or it feels like negative eight. Excuse me. It's actually one degree. It's one. Mm. I don't think I've there. been to Texas. I don't think I've ever lived in Texas when the temperature hit that. That's what I'm saying. Like, it hasn't been this cold in Dallas-Fort Worth since 1985. <laughs> That's fine. That was seven uh, years before I was born. I'm I'm not the religious type, but I'm going to pray for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, it's bad. Like, when I was saying earlier, like, there's winter warnings all the way down to Padre. I was not joking. They're legit art. They're getting snow in Houston right now. This is y'all's punishment for Ted Cruz. <laughs> We've been punished enough for Ted Cruz at this point. I mean, hell, hell is literally freezing over because we know in the summertime, Texas is hell. So hell is freezing over right now. Dude, it's it's so bad. I'm just like, I don't even know how I'm going to like stay warm when I go to pick my girlfriend up on Monday morning. Or not Monday. I'm not even picking her up tomorrow. When I pick her up on Tuesday morning when her shift is over, it's like, they're forecasting the load to be negative one already with a negative 15 a... chill. I'm like, uh, let me break this down for you guys. The only long pants I own are like suit pants. <laughs> I have a pair of jeans. <laughs> I have two pairs of chinos and I have nice going out sweatpants. I don't <laughs> own pants. I own nothing but shorts and short sleeve t-shirts. This this is probably the heaviest thing I own, and it's a lightweight hoodie. 
I'm, I'm so sorry, man. My as garage, I, as is, I, my garage is four doors down from me. I went They're to the, I went to the freaking. That's funny. I'm so sorry, man. I went to the freaking restaurant tonight to pick up to pick up some uh, some some, uh, some some Vietnamese uh, soup because uh, I know most people don't recognize the. What's that right now? But I can't get any. <laughs> and uh, and I legit went out there. It's fuck. It's freaking raining. It's cold as hell outside. I legit went out there in a pair of my bro shorts. <laughs> I wear I wear shorts all the time. I took my girlfriend to work yesterday. My, she just my stared at me. Lo- She's like, the wind chill my- is 18, and you're wearing shorts. I mean, I do that. If, if I'm my, wearing my shorts, saw, if my mom is saw me. I'm wearing shorts right now. It's fine. I am too. Listen, yeah, but we're in the house. Listen, I, house. I've been told to keep pants by my bedside in case the heat goes out during the night, which did happen. The last time we got a storm similar to this, I was in uh, my third year of college. The power went out at my apartment while I was asleep. Oh, there was so much snow and I lived on a hill. You couldn't get down the hill either way because it went into a gully and then back up. So I was snowed in at my apartment with no power. Uh, I found out later on my roommate had left the door open in his room to the outside. Oh. He left oh the sliding door open and told me the heater was out. So I was literally in my bed. I'm seeing my breath in my apartment, dude. I'm in my bed with every blanket in the apartment around me, wearing a coat, a hoodie, a scarf, a hat, Jeans and boots in bed. <laughs> After like, I went to sleep like that. I woke up the next morning super. I got very sick from that. Very sick. Ooh. I got up the I next morning. I was like, I can't do this. I uh, I packed a bag of clothes. Uh, I was I just bought my Xbox One because it was launch month. Got that tossed it in my car with my laptop and my camera bag and drove to my mom's. I was just like, I can't do this. This is so bad. Like, the power is still out at my place. And she's like, why did you come down here last night? I'm like, it wasn't safe to drive. I couldn't see. (laughs) For reference, I can't see the building across the street from me. Or the pond that's between us. (laughs) Uh, It's 19 degrees here right now, Josh. We've got a winter storm morning coming in at like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I have to be up at 5. So that's going to be fun. I have a winter storm warning. I've had one for 48 hours now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to keep having it for the rest of the week, apparently, because we thought it was moving out, but we have a 100% chance of three to five more inches of snow on Wednesday. Fun. Mm-mm. Which is the next day that my girlfriend works. Mm. Super fun. Tell her to pack a bag, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. She's getting a fucking Uber. <laughs> Yeah, I'll pay the 50 yeah. bucks an Uber. It'll cost me. Oh, God. Yeah, right now, this is the warmest day it's been for us this week. Uh, it's 36 uh, degrees right now. But, but, I don't get but Before you get us out of here, I can't hear about the warmth anymore. It's warm here, Josh. It's warm. <laughs> hey, hey, it feels like it's 20. It feels like it's 28, though, with that five mile per hour wind chill. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 11, 11 miles per hour. I'm looking at the wrong thing. Visibi- visibility says we have five, five miles worth of visibility right now, even with the even with the rain. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna get out of here. I want to thank everybody for watching and or listening. Remember to like, subscribe, share, rate, and review wherever you listen to the show. Remember to give us those five stars on Apple Podcasts if you listen to us there. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe. If you're watching the live show, 
follow that Twitch channel. Laron, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on various social media as Exodus803, E-X-O-D-U-S-803. Also, don't forget, Tuesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, twitch.tv slash Exodus803 for the Crossroads PlayStation podcast for Boss Rush Games, uh, where me, Austin Campbell, and Nelly Lott hold it down and talk about a whole bunch of PlayStation and gaming stuff that you guys might like. Uh, so, yeah. Josh? You can find me every Thursday on the Tower Casuals right here on this channel and on your podcast feeds on Fridays. And of course, on Twitter and Twitch as at Josh underscore Finn. Warning, if you follow me for the next week, you're gonna all you're gonna see is me bitching about the cold. I promise you. It's not it's not gonna be pretty. You're you're gonna see a man slowly lose his will to live over the next week. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, come on. Come on. Uh, you can find me at HD on Twitter. You can find me on, as CoreyNHD on Twitch. You can follow this show at Pod on Twitter. I want to thank everybody so much for watching. And until next week, we love you. Goodbye. Take care. Bye.